Hello everyone and welcome back to the Donkey's Garage. This is Friday and today, surprisingly, there was a qualifying for Formula 1 at Imola in Italy. You didn't introduce me, I'm surprised by that. Uh, today, we've got, <laughs> today we've got a nice... <laughs> today we're sharing... No, what is it called? Today we're joined... Sharing <laughs> Today we're joined... By our good friend, uh, Lucas. Yes. Hello. He is... <laughs> he is a true F1... Junkie, yes. Junkie. I'm passionate about F1 fan. Would you like to introduce yourself for our listeners? Yes, I am Lucas. I've been Marin's friend for a couple of years now. And I watch Formula 1 with this man. And I... And I I disagree with many of his views, and therefore, Marin has invited me to this uh, to this episode. So, just to talk about your overall opinion about Formula One, what do you most like about this? The competition, for sure. I really enjoy the drivers, uh, the heat between the drivers, and uh, the level of competition is really interesting, definitely. Uh, I am a big Mercedes fan, so unfortunately this year I'm not the biggest uh, winner, but... Uh, yeah, I think I really do love the passion of the fans, the circuits, the um, the cars. Yeah, I, I like I like everything about Formula One. Can we or can we not say you are a Lewis Hamilton supporter? I am a number one Lewis Hamilton supporter. Yes. Well, yes. thank you very much for being honest with us. And now coming, but actually getting to to the point that we, uh, that's keeping us busy today. So what's what's your take in in, in qualifying today at Imola? How I, was your first reactions? Oh, I will be honest. Uh, I was not that impressed. I I didn't enjoy the the, the qualifying. Too many red flags. Missed that. Missed opportunities for a lot of drivers. Uh, I think I think I am quite sad that Lewis Hamilton got almost kicked out of Q one, which is quite very, embarrassing. Very, very true. That's what we reach the levels we reach nowadays. Uh, I don't like uh, Max Verstappen that much, but uh, it looked like he did the best lap at the best time. But it seems he was able to put together a good lap at the right time. He deserves it at the right time, exactly. So there's nothing I can say, but uh, a good fight between Verstappen and Leclerc is all I want. And I think tomorrow... We're going to be well served. Exactly. So what's your predictions for for, for tomorrow's... Well, we know this is a sprint race, so it's going to be 100k route 20 laps. There you go. Um, like I said, like I said. Indeed. They are going to be focusing on overtaking. You want to get the highest possible position in the grid yeah. towards the race on Sunday. Not I, Sunday. I think, I think this is going to be uh, uh, the same order as they finish qualifying. I don't think there's going to be any for the top three. I think they're going to finish the same in, in the spring race. Do you think they're going to play conservative? Yeah, and... exactly. And then wait for the race and then that's when uh, it's going to be about tyre management, etc., uh, etc. So where do you place uh, Norris tomorrow? Is he going P3. to be the joker? No, Is no. he going to risk it all for, knows, for, for an attempt he, to get to the, the, the uh, he, moment he, of glory? No, no, he knows his car is not uh, equivalent to Ferrari and, and Red Bull, so he won't be competing. Maybe on the, on the start, that's it. If he's P3 by the end of lap one, there's no way he's moving from that. Uh, and he won't risk it because he knows a podium is something special for, for him. And now the important question, where do you see Carlos Sainz? Tomorrow, is he going to play a full <coughs> attempt at recovering places or will he be conservative and learn from his mistakes today? He's going to go, 
He's going to regret what he did in Australia for sure and play conservative. What did he do in Australia that he should he was regret? Much too aggressive, much too aggressive. He started from the back, like there, same, around the same position, P9, P8, P10. And he tried too much too fast, as you said in the last podcast. And I was listening. I'm an avid fan, by the way. <laughs> and uh, I think he's definitely, well, I hope, uh, and I think he's smarter than me, so he's definitely learned from that. So uh, he will be a lot more conservative, knowing that he can't do everything now in, in this sprint race where the points aren't really that big. He would rather do the, the big stuff tomorrow. And there's a big risk at stake. There's, exactly. You crash the car. If you crash the car, then you damage it for Sunday. So he's going to play conservative, maybe a couple of positions. I'd say P7, P6, P5. This is best hope, but anything above that would be amazing but risky. So, yeah, I think he needs to play conservatively. For sure. Just as a reminder to our listeners, Go on. when did you start watching Formula 1? Mm. My first year was much later than yours, for sure. I started... I think I started in 2008 was my first year. Yeah, the good old years. And I remember I didn't watch the full year, so I'm not going to lie. I remember watching McLaren beat, I think they were 2008. Yeah, I think this was, this was the year the Hamilton won, no? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And that, that was, I remember watching the end where, uh, where Hamilton won in Brazil. Where, uh, who was it, the guy who span uh, at the end of the, the race? It was the German Glock. I think it was Glock and the Toyota, no, who span at the, at the end of the... Did he span? Yeah. He let him drive past. Okay, he span, he span. Okay, Hamilton overtook him. Probably that was because a certain man from McLaren picked up the phone and said, perhaps your car would now be slower. Let it be known to the listeners that this guy, Marin, hates Hamilton, but anyway... Uh, I do not hate Seven world time world champion. But anyway, as I get to my point, the Hamilton, uh, I remember watching Massa in his, the, the, the family of Massa and all the Ferrari uh, pit crew celebrating and then the camera shifting and then they realized that uh, they lost. That was actually really fun. One of my best moments in my life. <laughs> <laughs> Undeniably. And then of the next course. year, next year is when I watched a little bit more with Braun. I remember that them was just year. dominating. Yeah, and McLaren being awful Jensen Button Jensen Button amazing Barrichello but Bunton was amazing and then and then the rise of Red Bull and 2010 was the first year where I watched every race and that was really fun I remember my favorite one was like I think it was Korea where uh, not uh, Saudi uh, no what was it? Uh, Abu Dhabi no, that was good too <laughs> but uh, Korea was my favorite one where they were like it was constant crashes and they were driving in the night and it wasn't supposed to be an night it was, it was insane uh, yeah, since then, basically, I've been watching. So, would you say that you've, you've seen some of the early years of Formula One in, in terms of recent era? Would you say the, 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 the drivers of the likes of uh, Lewis Hamilton, of the likes of Vettel, of the likes of Alonso, are, are they any different somehow when you compare them to, to the younger That's drivers? That's a very good question. Uh, I would say... Do you say seeing them a certain spirit, a different approach to racing I don't, to these I, young talents we've got today in the, in the, in the uh, grid? That's a good question. I don't know. You know more than me about that. I, I, think, I think Hamilton, when he was young, was like this, was very, you know, more aggressive, more willing to take risks. Uh, I think he was way more conservative when he was in Mercedes because he knew he had the dominant car. But when he was in the McLaren with Alonso more risky was he more fierce perhaps yeah, way more fierce yeah I think that's normal so with Norris and Russell and uh, I was about to say Albon but definitely not now that he's in Williams <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I don't think we can compare him so, but uh, Verstappen for sure yeah I think they, they, they it's, it's normal to be like that I don't know how Alonso was when he was younger 
He was you know, very aggressive. He was very aggressive. So I think it's, I guess it's normal. I mean, he was playing the underdog, right, to, to yeah. Michael Schumer, yeah. the, the Kaiser. No one touched him. And and here came the Spaniard do with some pretentious. Uh, there you go. Exactly. That's, that's normal. Yeah. So I think, I think, I think they're all young. It's normal to be like that. And it's good. But it's it's, it's quite amazing to see these young talents. They come. Well, I mean, they're very young. They're yeah. twenty three, twenty four. Babies, like Verstappen. Um, yeah, some of them hit Formula One before they hit the twenties, and yeah. they're sat behind a very powerful machine, and they are driving certainly against some of the best drivers in the world. Former champions. Well, they really can be well. And uh, well, what we see, however, is that sometimes they are overly zealous in what they attempt it's to, good. to I do. Think it's good. They. I think it's good. I don't want to watch conservative racing. I think it's good that we have that. I think everyone likes that. Even with Verstappen when he was overly zealous, like when we made these mistakes. What, was was that real driving to you? It, it, yeah, because this is... It was more uh, raw, it, it was It was raw, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'd rather have that than uh, Hamilton uh, cruising uh, in P1. And even though I'm a Hamilton fan, it's not exactly good racing when you see this guy controlling the race. Because, you know, Alonso would be the same, uh, Schumacher would be the same, Hamilton. When they know that they're in the car, the best car, they would know how to control the race because they're really good. Whereas Verstappen doesn't do that. He's more, more, way more aggressive. Uh, the same with... Uh, hothead, perhaps. Yeah, hothead. Which is good because this is what you want to see. It's a sport. It's not a, it's not a, yeah, it's not a chess match. You want to see some hotheads. You want to see crashing. You want to see mistakes because that's what makes the sport interesting. Otherwise, you end up in a dominant era, which is boring. Uh, yeah. I think I think it's good. It's yeah, it's important. it's perhaps the James Hunt spirit, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Every time you get on track, it's all or nothing. Yeah, there's no in between, right? There you go. It's it's that's that's what the sport is about. So where do you leave this generation? This Fernando Alonso, this Vettel, this Hamilton? That they're coming towards the end of their career. Yeah, it's a shame. They are they are certainly still. They're all in different positions. Uh, obviously, it depends on the car they're in, but Vettel. Okay, oh, Hamilton now, I would say, is in a position where he's, he's going to have to wait to see whether his car is going to improve year on year. I think this year is going to be a wash. There's no way they're going to reach the level of Red Bull or Ferrari. But next year, maybe. I don't know how Mercedes will perform. Vettel is a bigger question mark. I, didn't know, I know there's been questions on whether he should retire or not because that car is not going to win anytime soon and it's gone awful this year. Isn't it better perhaps to say I've had my yeah, I've had time, time of glory. Exactly, but why why bother waiting and I went it? through the fame of hell um uh, Hall yeah, of Fame. Exactly, Hall of Fame, four time world champion. Why tarnish that with uh P twenty or P eighteen, which is irrelevant to him now. Uh Alonso I would say Alonso I would say Alonso is in a good position because the car is competitive. It's not like the Aston Martin. And the guy competes really well. And he's well, still so. got the anger. Yeah, and you've seen already in Australia that he's he's capable of performing at a top five level uh, if he's got the the cars acting right and he feels good. This guy can easily compete. And I think that's what he wants. He had so many years with McLaren that he was competing in such an awful car where there yeah, was no driving. So he now to see him in a competitive car is actually is really good. Everyone wants to Reinvigorating see Reinvigorating again. Yeah, exactly. see, see some the spark again. That's all you want Absolutely. to see. Whereas Vettel, I think, is on the opposite side where he had that car that was that, but now it's now it's just... Well, he made a bet. He swapped teams to... And he lost, yeah. Exactly. I mean, he didn't swap. He was kindly asked to leave. And uh, and he made a... Yeah, this is what happens, exactly. Uh, Alonso made that mistake or made, made unfortunate error with McLaren and it didn't work out. And now, and now it looks much better. So 
Yeah. Yeah. Oh, this this might be some bright future for the, some of them. Yeah, but others um, are not quit. Yeah, it's normal. But of course. Well, I mean, I think there was some interesting takes from today's interview with with uh, Emilia Romagna. There's. I mean, what were, the, what were your interesting takes? I mean, I think that the, the rain always has this effect of placing drivers more where they actually belong to. So you mm-hmm. reduce a factor, which is a big factor, which is cars these days. Yeah. Um, and strategy and then there is a big role which is uh, the rain is a bit of a joker you can go both ways you can be very lucky or very unlucky Um, but it's always there's always a common denominator which is that smart drivers become ever more smarter in the rain smart in the rain they are far more acute in how to handle a race in the rain, qualifying in the rain, and uh, what you would see if, uh, to mention the, as always, uh, Senna perhaps he was the 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 king uh, in, in the rain, right? And uh, yeah, he he pushed it, and sometimes he pushed it over the limit, but he was always had the fine touch in the rain. Ironically, it was the the three younger drivers who were on the podium this time, right? The Verstappen, Leclerc. Yeah. The so, but you see these uh, three guys that are incredibly good in the rain very fast yeah. and they always are on the limit on the rain i mean remember norris last year in in spa uh yeah. this, this guy every time he hits the rain it's it's incredible he's he, like button yeah yeah he sparkles yeah, yeah but um yeah there, there's something about the rain that makes uh racing more interesting more interesting the only worry is is like you don't want to have that race like that like in belgium last year which would ruin the fans in terms of uh, in terms of what they wanted to see, you know, like last year in the race. In yeah, that was, extreme. Which that, was, that was extreme. That was extreme, yeah. So hopefully we don't have that uh, on Sunday. But uh, otherwise, that would be a huge shame for us all to be stripped yeah. away from all the fun. Um, Especially if you give points for nothing. But... Yeah, which no one really wants to see because that's not really what we're paying or we're wasting our time with. So we want to see an actual race. We want something for we, real. We, we want we want risk. That's just a fact. Absolutely. Uh, so yeah, hopefully the the sprint race tomorrow. I don't know what the weather says. I didn't check, to be honest. But I think I, it's rain tomorrow yeah, and Sunday. I, I, so I, it's going to be sunny or... Okay, yeah. So that's, that's cloud good. Cloud list. As a, but yeah, I think them three at the top is not a bad thing. It's a very good thing. And they're both... They're all gonna in the race for sure. Gonna take the good necessary risks that that they're gonna willing to take, and it's gonna make for interesting races. That's all very good, Lucas. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you for for our post qualifying commentary. Yes, commentary. Um, and hopefully we'll be back on Sunday for for more commentary. I agree with that. Indeed, indeed, we'll see what we've got to say about the race. Hopefully, it's an interesting one, and hopefully, I get to see. Fernando Alonso getting no, no, voting no, no, once no, no. for all. No, no, no. And you get uh, Lewis Hamilton hit uh, P20 or <laughs> yeah, retire yeah, yeah, altogether. Yeah, yeah, okay. We'll see, we'll see. We'll, uh, see. we'll see about that. I'm sure it's going to be an interesting race. Deal, absolutely. Well, that was uh, the Donkey's Garage. Thank you very much, everyone, for listening. Thank you. Uh, thank you very much, Lucas. <laughs>